Oscar buzz. Buzz. It's just in. All Oscar nominees are insects. <laughs> Bugs Life 2 confirmed. Hello and welcome, I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And welcome to a Gaiden episode. Ryan! There's a Larry King Two Pillars of Broadcasting test, and we need to, for once in our goddamn podcast lives, adhere to this test. Pillar number one. What's going on? Uh, not much. I went to the library the other day. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's because you're writing papers, right? Yeah. For, uh... In English class. Alright. Uh, I picked up a copy of David Eggers' The Wild Things. Like the movie. Uh, yes. Uh, Is the book based on the movie based on the book? Yeah, actually, I was kind of confused because I thought that the movie was based on the book, but then the front page of the book is like, based on Maurice Sendak's The Wild Things, and also the screenplay by Spike Jones, which is a little confusing. See, it's... I was going to try to make a thing about how it is ironic that it that is like an ironically childish thing to do with a children's book. But I think that's kind of like a double negative, so I'm just going to cut this part to out make later. To a, 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 a novel adaptation of a movie? Like yeah. Doom? To, 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 yeah, to go back and forth and back and forth is just silly and childish, and they started with a child's trend. In my mind, that Doom novel is the novelization of a movie that never happened. Would you agree? I never read it. Did you not? I thought you had a copy of it. No, I started writing like a second person Doom book once, but why that do, was bad. Why do I have awareness of that then? Um, because it's the kind of thing we would have awareness of. Like I knew it exists. Did Crane have a copy of it? Because I feel Crane like Crane might have had a copy. Okay. of Okay, okay, that that's believable. Mm. He he was more into the uh, uh, FPS literature than I ever was. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I should, I should ask, like, now that we have, like, a, a, a live-in library clerk, I should just ask her what the uh, Dewey Decimal System uh, category for first-person shooter literature is. No, you shouldn't. Nick! What's going on? Well, right now, we're sitting here. I'm drinking this, uh, this uh, branded, cold, sort of dairy drink product. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're sitting down here to podcast because it's been a long while since we podcasted because I don't know about you, but when I get home from work, I'm tired. Yeah. And then when I don't have to go to work, I can play video games all day and just sort of fart about because I don't feel guilty because I'm not, you know, jobless. Yeah. So you're not finding ways to make your unemployed time feel productive. Yeah. So, uh, between all of that, we've had, like, no time to podcast. Yeah, that was my thing. Like, all summer I was working full-time, too. Yeah. Um, and then not, and now I'm taking classes, but whatever. We're here. Yeah. And Hello. we, had a, we had a talk with RJ about maybe doing some sort of, like, game-making thing. Yeah. Which, I'm, I don't know about you, I would still like it if that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know... I don't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> because the scenario he fucking laid out it seemed to be that he was going to, like, move down here within two weeks or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we were aiming more for the summer anyway. Yeah. Um, which we are not at yet, as you can tell, by all the weather that's occurred. 
Specifically, cold precipitation. The Eskimos have 200 words for it. Is there anything else going on? Uh, so, Nick, let me ask you something. Okay. From Larry King Live's uh, The Middle Way of Podcasting. What do you like? Well, strangely enough, I've actually considered this very hard recently. Yeah. Um, and I've brought it down to uh, basically two things. Mm-hmm. Space Ghost Coast to Coast and Burnout 3 Takedown. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Those are the two things? Those are the two things I like. Oh, no. You miserable fuck. No. I didn't even expect to find two. This is more than we expected. This is scientific uh, digest. So, okay, so, 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 um, like, the reason I was thinking about that, because it's, like, uh, it's trying to think about, like, more things to record, because I like doing this, I like the recording, I like the engineering part of this, I like the the editing and the publishing, and, like, I'm bad at putting stuff in people's hands, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I can make a thing, I enjoy making a thing, so it's like, alright, what's the thing that I can just talk about for a while, and, you know, the second pillar of Larry King's broadcasting. The second pillar is not actually attributed to him. He only attributes the first pillar. The second one, I'm just what? throwing out there. Okay. It's okay. I'm making up this whole thing. Okay, um, good. Because, <laughs> like, if this was actually something that you were suddenly buying this hard into, I was going to be concerned. Um, I'm not buying this hard into it. Okay. let's... I, I hope over time it will become clear uh, the exact price I am paying for this. Because I'm buying in, and right. if you buy, there's an exchange yeah. of I gotcha. uh, quality and, and like, yeah, things Yeah, I wanted worth. a peanut. Okay. I was just thinking about what I like, because if I talk about what I like, then I will talk for a while, and that's how you make content. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, trying to apply it here. So I can save uh, those two specific things I like for uh, longer form things in this podcast. Uh, but you sounded like there was something that piqued your interest, something that you might be into. I've got an anecdote. Okay. I've got observations. Okay. I like Planet Side 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is an oft-times frustrating game uh, to play for me because I have not gone whole hog and, like, joined an outfit of people. I kind of just, like, Lone Wolf, 420, no-scopes, YOLO all day uh, by myself, which is highly ineffective and a good way to get annoyed when, like, more than three people show up in opposition to you. Yeah. Um, so I made a new character. Really? Uh, yes. Um, cool. So I made a, a new character. I had been playing as NC on Waterson. Waterson? What are, what is, what are... Bill Waterson, Calvin and Hobbes server. Yeah. So I joined the other US East server, because there's two US East servers for some reason, which at the time was only like 20% TR, so I joined TR. Okay. Um, and rather than just kind of meandering around doing whatever, like, you know, just sort of life to life being like, oh, I want to be a heavy assault now. Oh, wait, that didn't work out. What if I try being an engineer? Will being an engineer solve this problem? No? Okay, I'm just going to go somewhere else. I decided I'm going to play engineer. I'm going to find the big fights. I'm going to stick in the big fights, and I'm going to contribute what I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and how the how it's been pretty out. fun, yeah. Um, like I haven't liked the really big 
conflicts in that game because it often comes down to like a really meat grindery, just kind of like attrition thing. Yeah. Because there is so much like healing and repairing and just kind of like you just set up like lines of whether it's infantry or tanks or whatever. Like eventually when you get to one of the big facilities like a tech plant or a bio lab or whatever, you just wind up with like two lines of dudes doing their best to shoot each other while some of them are doing their best to heal each other. And eventually one of them wins because I don't know why. Because the other side lives on the other side of the earth and went to sleep. I guess. Um, Rather than trying to, like, run around that situation and be like, okay, I'm one guy in this giant fight. How can I win this war? I'm going to go blow up all the Sunderers and win the day. I was just like, all right, fine. I'm just going to find this scrum. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it ammo, and I'm going to repair it, and I'm going to do what I can. Okay. And it's been kind of interesting, because that whole, like, meat grinder thing is a lot less bothersome to me when I'm about ten paces behind it, mm-hmm. playing triage, trying to figure out where I can do the most good. Yeah. Rather than just, like, you know, running through a doorway that has six of my guys in it and six of their guys on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And then getting frustrated when I'm killed by my own guys. Yeah. Um, it's been really fun. And I think I've actually been, like, making certs faster than I have just kind of, like, lone wolf YOLOing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I started that character yesterday. And I played a whole shitload yesterday in about an hour this morning. Mm-hmm. And so far the only thing I've put certs into is I upgraded... My repair gun once. Because what I want to do is get a decent gun for the lightning tank. Which is the light tank in the game. It starts off with this really weak, like, six-round magazine-fed cannon that does about two damage, and the bullets fly at about, like, two feet per second. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm almost there. I The next time I logged in, the next time I log in, just with the passive cert gain, I will have the 250 certs I need to upgrade that gun. Really? I started this character yesterday, and I've just been running around in the biggest fights that I can find. And like just healing everybody. Keeping maxes on their feet and keeping everyone in rockets. Huh. What was it? Uh, Brad Shoemaker of the Giant Bombcast. Uh, I think it was like last week's. Um, he, he was trying to make a point about uh, talking about uh, Garden Warfare. Yeah, yeah. Um, that he likes playing the healer because they are the only class who does something other than just shoot dudes. Yeah. Um, which... I think is a really curious uh, thing to do because I, like, I suddenly I just started like applying it to other things and it's just like you know look at games with that competitive sense and like how like usually there's like one way to win and then there's like a multitude of ways to like get there mm-hmm. to counteract getting there but in a lot of games like the way to counteract somebody else doing it to you is to do it to them first yeah like you know if you want to say like. Like, in an Unreal, like, yeah, you're just shooting dudes. You want to shoot them first. If you're playing, like, a Dota, it's like, yeah, you want to, like, stun them and then, like, kill them or deny them. And, you know, you want to do it before they do that to you. There's, yeah. like... Like, like, you, uh, like a, you need to push into their base and kill all their towers before they you, they do it to you. How do you do that? You kill them? Yeah. You, you kill them and you do it? Yeah. It's like, well, how do you stop them from doing that to you? You well, do it you, to them first. You, you kill them and yeah. you, you do it. <laughs> but, like, it just made me think that's like, like, you know, on your tournament, you remember the link gun? Yeah. Okay, here's like the little thought experiment that I did. Uh, make a first-person shooter mm-hmm. 
where everybody gets uh, two weapons. Okay. And they get to pick them. But their primary weapon is a shoot dude's weapon. So if you want to have, you know, your submachine gun or your launcher or your whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can talk like Unreal style. So, you know, where a rocket launcher is not just for shooting down a vehicle, but for actually shooting dudes too. Sure. Um, and then your secondary weapon is a support weapon. Okay. And I kind of got stuck because it was like, that's a heel beam? Yep. Or some sort of buffer. Yeah. And, like, maybe it's just me, but, like, like buff is, like, speed or, like, a health buff that isn't just getting health back or a damage buff, which is, you know, shoot dudes harder. Yeah. Um, and also, like, debuffing the other team if you want to do it that way. Yeah. If you want to consider that not an attack because an attack is something that, like, takes health off of people. I mean, it... So it, it, it just became this interesting thing. It was like... All right, that would be really cool, and like you know, that would go to his thing about like everyone is going to have like one way to do the main thing, shoot dudes, and everyone like you know is going to be forced, kind of forced to do something that will you know let them help others. But it just made me think, how like how else do you help others? Like maybe I'm just not clever, but well, I mean, I I, I think that's just a matter of like. I think that might be like complaining about just like focused game design, because like. If, if, like he was saying, you know, I like to play the healer because you get to do something other than shoot dudes in this third-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the game is. That's yeah. that's the intent of the game, is to run around and shoot dudes. Yeah. Um, like, But, like, I, I was even trying, you know, after looking at the StarCraft arcade stuff and, like, you know, thinking about it in, like, a Dota sense where that's entirely about, you know, like, everyone is capable of doing different things. I'm really yeah, just thinking, yeah. like, what are, like, support, like actions what are support actions what are things that you do that support your team that isn't just like keep people on their feet you know through health or ammo specifically like in a shooter kind of in any sort of game because like you know i was trying to to think a little further and like i couldn't think of too much i mean in in dota there's you know in in mobas there's the whole there's vision there's you know the information game of you know knowing where the enemy team is and so you know a Actually, core that, support thing is to provide information to your team that was the other thing it's like reveal hidden information that is kind of yeah, a support yeah. thing you can do that's a but like do you want to be the guy whose second weapon is just like a pair of open binoculars like uh kind of yeah yeah uh, <laughs> do you remember right. air buccaneers okay oh i i remember that halo 2 level on the bridge I don't remember that one. We were just sitting on the bridge on one side of it. One person walked up far enough to see the tanks but not draw aggro. The other one was a tank oh, outside of tank spotting range. the tank and shots. Yeah, just spo- yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. That was pretty cool. But, like, okay, so, like, we're feeling if... The only other thing, like... Like, looking at, you know, going back to shooters, like, something that, like, the Battlefield series and Planetside has done is, you know, incentivize you to spot enemies. Yeah. And, you know, even Battlefield is like, if you don't kill somebody, if you just shoot near enough to somebody that it freaks them out, we're going to reward that with points. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of a support action that's but it's just slightly different from the core action of shoot a dude. Yeah. Well, if anything is <laughs> built on, it's shoot a dude and the support action will occur. Yeah. And, and like, like, you called it focus game design, but, you know, sometimes I think look at it as... You, know, you look at something like Dive Kick because mm-hmm. Dive Kick is the game that reminds us that the me- like the game doesn't need to have deep mechanics. The game just needs to be able to let you play sufficiently deep mind games with your opponent. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so, like, you know, in a game where all you got is, you know, the one action of shoot dudes, like, if you have, like, people and you coordinate and you make strategies, like, there are ways to make that interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, you know, when I was working on Gits, that's the reason why, you know, I didn't put much beyond, you know, attack and defend and parry. Because mm. I want the sort of interesting parts to come from, like, sliding people around and getting into good positions. Mm. Which is why I do need to figure out something like flanking plus other things. Actually, this kind of goes into something that I realized about Planet Side was that something that I didn't realize that that game was doing was... Like, there's all sorts of cool toys in that game. Mm -hmm. Like, there are cool things that you can do and be. Like, you can, like, get a suit of power armor. You can drive a tank. You can fly, you know, a gunship and stuff. But what keeps you from being able to do that effectively is basically that you need, like, a support network. Hmm. Because they're all vulnerable in, like, really specific ways. Like... Yeah, like, anyone in the game can just spawn a tank yeah. and then jump in a tank and then, like, cool, you're a tank. But, like, you know, there's an infantry class with a rocket launcher that can kill you, and he can kill you from that mountaintop over there. And you don't know he's there, and you can't do anything about that because you're on your own. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, you can get into that gunship on your own. And then there's nobody shooting out of it, and there's nobody, you know, calling out targets for you on the ground. Like, you have this cool thing. And you can't do anything with it because you're not being supported. Yeah. Well, like, that's part uh, of, like, picking that role of just being like, okay, I'm just going to be the engineer. I'm just going to go around. I'm going to keep, dude, you know, I'm going to keep robots alive and I'm going to keep guns full of bullets. Like, that was more satisfying because I never had the case of, like, you know, deciding, okay, I need to go kill that Sunderer right now. I'm going to go spawn a tank and whoops, I blew up because I'm not on, like, the outfit wide comms channel and i didn't hear from the guy that saw it that there's anti-tank mines all over the ground mm -hmm. like that's the sort of support stuff that's that's in place in that game is just kind of like covering each other's weaknesses and communicating information like i've always seen it as part of it is like it's like when you need to choose to be a support role mm -hmm. like i don't think support should be a role like this is part of what the thought experiment was like if you're the support role, you're not going to be the hero. Like, you may be, like, the biggest thing that helps your team win, mm -hmm. but it's not, like, a recognizable position. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know how true that, like, sometimes you can be like, oh, hey, I have a healer on me. But, like, you know, sometimes it's like, ideally, everyone, like, the team would be half healers and half heavies, and you would just yeah, win yeah. that way. And, like, okay, that would be ideal, but everyone wants, you know... If your option is be one of these, everyone's going to be saying, well, I'll be the heavy first and somebody else can be my healer. Not everyone, but if you if you're, you know, want to be the guy whose first thought is like, I just want to get into this fight, mm -hmm. you know, getting into the fight is not, you know, latching onto somebody else. Yeah. Like, like there's almost the idea of, you know, um, being the sidekick. Yeah. It's like, hey, do you want to be the hero or do you want to be the sidekick? And it's like, some people are okay being the sidekick. Like... I, I am also one of those people that, if, while I was still playing TF2, I thought it was all right being the medic for a while. Yeah, yeah. Granted, I also thought it was because it was easier to kill guys, and then I enjoyed <laughs> killing guys, and I would stop <laughs> healing people. Um, so, you know, that didn't work. But, yeah, for me, it was like I, I tried for a really long time to be the guy that just charged into things, mm -hmm. but, like, without a bunch of dudes behind you, it's really hard to accomplish anything, and that was frustrating. And it's a lot easier to just find the fight and support the guys that are there than it is 
to charge into something and then materialize a team behind you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I just love that Mecklenburg feel. Like, I love when we just, like, you know, two or three dudes just on a, on a bike just roll up, yeah. start taking this, and it may be, like, one or two dudes roll up. That's, you- like, that's heroic teamwork, though. Like, yeah. that's not even something you can do on your own. Yeah, but but almost like the sense that it's like it's you know we're kind of like you know somebody has to notice us before anything happens here. Yeah, and yeah. as soon as they do, like they just overpower us, or a big team fight happens. And like I don't know, like maybe that's that action quake background. That's that you know mm. Mecklenburg specialist. But like Mecklenburg is a map designed for like you know twelve, fifteen people. I like it with only three. I like it when it's slow, and then you know. Like, it, the entire match is not a fight. There are lulls. Mm. You know, there's a certain pacing to it, and it's like like many small fights occur within the, the whole span of the map. It's not just a constant noise of, of battle. Yeah. Like, actually, one of my favorite things to happen in Planetside is to be in, like, you know, some, like, you know, five to ten guys stupid little grab-ass match over a base, like, mm-hmm. running back and forth to points... You know, just kind of holding out or, you know, keeping the base contested enough that you actually have a presence there until, like, the rest of it shows up. Yeah. And then, you know, when you have the big waves of people showing up, you're just like, all right, I started this fight, and now they're here to finish it. But you know what? I fucking started this fight. Yeah. I was the reason these guys said, fuck, we have to go take care of that now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I realized that, like, the other side of that is my least favorite thing is when I'm doing that and then on the other faction just like oh 30 guys showed up yep i guess i just need to leave now yep <laughs> uh, i will say um there was one day that i logged in and i just said all right just give me a squad i said fuck yeah. it just and it was weird cuz instantly i was in like a tiny squad which was like one of five squads in a big battalion, mm. and there was a dude in my ear that I had no idea where he was, just telling everybody what to do. And he was actually being like, you know, okay, we need, you know, we need some lightnings coming up, putting pressure on like the north gate, and we got a new Sunderer coming up. He's gonna, you know, he should park over on like the west side behind the door, and people should start spawning there as, you know, assaults, and we're gonna just push it over there. And there was one point where I like, jumped into some dude's Sunderer. I was sitting on the second gun mm-hmm. and we were just like in a group of like like seven tanks and Sunderers. Yeah. And I, and the dude was actually like, alright, wait, don't go yet, don't go yet. Okay, the one straggler on the right, let's all just fuck him up. And we made him disappear <laughs> and it just as a gigantic coordinated group, because one dude was just talking in our ears, like, just like one coordinated group just went over and um, just like took out like eight tanks on the enemy team. Yeah. Before we were decimated. That That is what keeps me coming back to the game. That game is just like the sense of scale sometimes when, you know, like for me, it's just kind of wandering into situations like that, mm-hmm. like showing up somewhere and it's like, oh, here's this fucking column of tanks and these battle lines. And I'm just like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. And just knowing that like. You know, this wasn't, like, a scripted event. These people aren't here because they joined the server and this is the map they're on. Like, something just drove all of these people here. Yeah. <laughs> that, it, the, the sort of, like, done it. It's, and, you know, again, because it gives it, like, this is a huge map. Some parts are important right now. Some parts aren't. Like, 
just it's almost a discovery of finding out what's important today. Mm. Um, well, I mean, they kind of facilitate that with the uh, the alert system. Like, I don't know what kind of tickets on, but every once in a while, they're just like, "All right, you got two hours. Whoever controls all the ebb stations at the end of this, you guys win." Yeah, but but at the same time, like you know, they tell you that, but then that also means it's like, "Hey, I don't want to be in a fight that big." Yeah, what else is going on? Yeah, um, and I will say that that experience that I had, like. While it was kind of cool to just like see it work, um, having a dude just talking in my ear with his own plan was kind of really unpleasant. Yeah, especially when like, so there's this thing that I've been noticing, and it also like it kind of harkened back to like the experience of like just checking out an RP server in like a non RP game. Yeah, but so people. If people, like, have an expectation and that expectation is not met, they get pissed. Yeah. For one, like, it'll happen, like, you know, it, it, it starts with a thing like, oh, hey, I have, you know, my friend who knows how to work on cars. He'll fix my car for me. If he doesn't fix your car for you, you'll get pissed at him for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why yet. I find that, like, that will also, like, so that was applying to the, to this game, like, that dude who had his plan had his expectation of how this was of how this was going to go yeah he got really mad when like not everybody was spawning at as assaults <laughs> when he called for him so the kind of people who weren't he was just like what the fuck are you guys doing you're the worst assholes gross um and it's this interesting thing that i've noticed that when it's a plan when it people get more mad when it's the plans that they have created themselves yeah, yeah. separate from this. So, like, on the RP servers, like, the games that were, like, the game was designed to be, like, one thing. And if you jump into the game, you know, with the weapons, with the instructions in the game, with the controls you have available to you, you know, you say, okay, this is a game about shooting people. I see what this is all about. Yeah. And if you start playing to, like, not shoot people or if you're trolling some way, like, still within, like, trolling the intended use of the game system, mm-hmm. people will get mad at you. Not nearly as mad as the kid who came up with this arbitrary rule set for how to play Werewolf in Counter-Strike. Yeah. And then when you don't play his totally separate, totally made-up game, he will get madder at you than yeah. the people who who you're messing with by not playing what is like clearly the intention of the game. Like, we came here to play this game. And now we're going to make this separate thing that we're going to use this game for. And if you don't follow our separate thing, we're going to get madder at you than if you don't play what well, the game actually it's is. It's breaking something that you created versus breaking something that somebody else created. Yes, but then it also goes back to the thing about like you, your expectation that I'm going to follow this thing you created is to- absolutely irrational. Yeah. <laughs> like just like. That's why if you're going to do anything like that, what you do is, like, you say, is like, all right, here's the thing that I want to try. You know, come apply, and I'll white you li- list you onto this server. Yeah, yeah, put a password on it. Like, like just, if you just, just open don't it make up, it up, open to the public. Yeah, if you're going to, like, let people who have never seen your arbitrary rule set that yeah, you yeah. posted on GeoCities somewhere, it doesn't make sense to get mad at them. Because I'm, like, you know, specifically in, in that regard, like... You know, the the weird roleplay servers in, like, The Specialists and Gary's Mod and, you know, Counter-Strike and stuff. Like, I'm sure a lot of times that shit isn't even mean-spirited. It's just, like, somebody clicked on this server. They were like, oh, there's, like, eight people here. That seems like a, a game that I want to play right now. Yeah. And but- then they just tried to play the game as it was intended to be played. 
Yeah. <laughs> or like, or like some fiddle. Or like, oh, okay. So I guess they're trying to do some sort of RP. Well, I want to go get a gun. So they get a gun through the game's in-game gun getting system, and then somebody just yells at them as loud as possible, like, "No, you're doing it wrong." <laughs> there was something specific that made me think of this not too long ago. It was like somebody. It was some kind of thing where, like, somebody was getting yelled at because they were on a server and not following the rules that were on, like, their personal website that only the people who are, like, his friends on that forum knows even exists. Mm-hmm. And it was it was something recent. I don't remember what it was, but it just... Titanfall. It was in the Titanfall beta. Yeah. The roleplay a... community in the Titanfall beta was really big. Yeah. For that afternoon. <laughs> Let's play action quick. Okay. Okay. Just one last bit of planet side aside. Okay. I don't know if I'd ever been like intentionally team killed until I joined TR. There were two separate times when I was in a tank and somebody just ran me down in another tank and like blew my shit up. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Terrible. Um, Like the first time, like I was in a lightning and I was just crossing this bridge to get to a place. I was like, I'm going to support this fight. I'm going to, you know, you know, the, the fucking base lightning tank isn't good at killing anything, but it's really good at like flushing people out of cover. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go do that. And then this dude just comes up behind me, like blows up my tank. And as I'm typing a question to me, kills me when I'm on the ground. Uh-huh. And then the second time, different person, different continent, different day, <laughs> saw this guy coming, killed him before he could get to me. Yeah? Yeah. Jeez. Like, this guy on foot just put a rocket into the back of my tank for some reason, and then just started dumping on me. Huh. And I was just like, nope, not dealing with this today. Not today. Gone. <laughs> people are jerks. Yeah. And they will get hated less than the people who aren't paying attention to RP server rules. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, so yeah, that uh, I'm RP on Waterson, NC Waterson. I'm uh, I am Alice Margatroyd on TR on uh, Matterhorn, whatever the fuck the other US East server is. Come, come hang out sometime. I'll repair you. Remember to 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 like, rate, subscribe, leave some comments. One thing I have noticed. Is that when we end these podcasts, if we end the podcast saying, hey, do you want to go play some of the thing we were talking about, it's usually a better episode. Yeah. Again, because we're talking about things we like. Okay. You got to go pick up Caitlin in a little bit, and then I got to go have dinner with my family, though, so we can't do that. Yeah, and I really want to play Action Quick. (laughs) Like, I don't... I... Okay, um, this has been the Aliku Studios podcast. It's not a normal episode. Go to alikustudios.net slash podcast to hear more ramblings like this and also episodes where we talk about things that In a more are, focused manner. Yeah, we talk about specific things, and if there's something that you find interesting, just check that out. That's all you need to know. Just do it, you big dummy. We're on Twitter and stuff. Elizabeth, I'm coming. This is the big one. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It's a Sanford and Son reference. Oh. Nick's shaking his head at me. I'm getting the no-no motion from the back of the room. I think we're out of time, guys. So you've been a great (laughs) crowd tonight. 
Uh, I'll see you. I'll, I'll be out in the lobby after the show, uh, you know, selling CDs, doing autographs, whatever you want. Uh, thank you very much. Good night. Thank you for our stinger. <clears throat> no problem.